0: Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk.
1: Good morning. (laughs) Hello. All right. I know you just sat down, but why don't you stand with me? We're going to read the word together. Just give me a moment good thank you Jesus I'm just gonna pray thank you God I thank you for just a beautiful day I thank you there's a day that you have made and that we can rejoice and be glad in it God we can come in here and we can praise your name but we can also live like we like we mean it God like like you're a good God and you're working things out for us so we thank you for this opportunity just to to hear from you and to be in your presence thank you God we are so grateful Let our hearts be good ground for all that you have to say today. For every person that hears my voice, I pray the Spirit of God would touch them, Lord God. It would flow through me, flow through my words, and let them be impactful and a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, keep standing. We are in Luke chapter 2, and I'm going to start in verse 8. I am going to be reading from the message version moment okay so there were shepherds camping in the neighborhood they had set night watches over their sheep suddenly God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them they were terrified they probably should have been <laughs> would have been awesome the angel said don't be afraid I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide A Savior has just been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth. Who please them? All right, I'm going to keep going as the angel choir withdrew into the heavens, the shepherds talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. And all who heard the shepherds were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself holding them dear deep within herself. The shepherds returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. And in my Bible, then it just ends with blessings. (laughs) Blessings. I love it. All right, well, why don't we just, uh, let's just give a hand for the Word of God and just the power in that passage. may sit for a moment I love how it talks about how the shepherds let loose and I felt like we were almost there this morning we're gonna get there (laughs) in our praise to God we're gonna let loose you know what's funny when you're in the room and you're like oh look at those people they're so happy (laughs) they're doing better than you so (laughs) let loose instead of just observing so anyways we'll get to that What? In the Bible, it does highlight that God chose the shepherds to be the messengers that Jesus was born. You know, it wasn't just that um, a week ago a prophet said He was going to be born. It was 800 years ago, you know, it was one of the first recorded times of Jesus' birth and, and the impact that He would have as Savior of the world. 800 years is a pretty long time. So, But when He chose the shepherds, when God chose the shepherds to be His messenger, I fully believe that a big part of that was because He knew they wouldn't be like, all right, I will write a letter to the government and let them know. You know, like, they were like, "Woo!" And they, yeah, praising God and making sure everyone knew. And sorry online if that was loud, I don't know. Um, On that note, welcome to everyone here in the room and including our online family um, we are so glad that you are with us today and have chosen to spend this time and we just pray you're blessed in every way and we are thankful for you so we are here um, we are celebrating advent in this season and we have our third candle today and the third candle is the one of joy and it is also sometimes called the shepherd's candle So it says laughter and shouts of joy are signs of the coming restoration, and that's what Jesus came to do. You know, and it's an important reminder for us, just in this season, that this is a time of preparation. You know, preparation doesn't always preparation is work. Preparation means training, it means getting ready, it means developing, right? So it's a preparation for that that season that's coming, but of the joy that we know is ours because of the power of love in our lives. You know and if we if we spend too much time just kind of looking at the circumstances of the world or the times of the day it can seem like like joy might be in short supply or or joy is something that we're too busy to experience. But the thing is is that joy doesn't happen to us it's not a circumstance. And we've got a part to play. We need to choose joy and we need to keep choosing it every day. A quick story. During the season sometimes you can look around and people have a different set of driving skills, it seems. (laughs) But this is (laughs) maybe something I learned years ago. Okay, when it's really I moved here from Alberta. The difference between Alberta and BC, well there's more than one, but one of them is is that because there's less mountains and beautiful trees and all that sort of stuff, there is a little bit more sunshine, which is a nice thing, but when it's a snowy day and it's very cold, which happens also in Alberta, the sun is very bright. And so I noticed that it would make me squint. But another thing that makes me squint is when I smile. So I decided when I was, whenever I was driving, I was going to smile. So same thing here. During this special time of year, I smile and I sing those Christmas carols. And I practice all my harmonies because nobody's there. <laughs> but, But it actually really helps. It really helps because I'm like, hey, I'm singing my song and I'm smiling. I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) But yeah, but that's a choice I can make. So, and that brings me to point number one. (laughs) Joy is found in our focus. You know, there's times in life and, and I definitely, anytime I stand up here, I'm never one to say, well, you just got to be happy. Like that's not, that's not realistic I understand that and there's times in life when we may go through diff- difficult times it says in the Bible that there will be storms they will come but you know there's times when the when the proper response is is that we don't focus on the circumstance it's not that we avoid it or we avoid things that we need to deal with it we know we that's not what we preach here either but we are not giving our focus to it we're not giving all of our attention to it we're going to put our focus on god so in that way yeah in that way we can be in a moment knowing that god is always working he is always turning everything for our good, the hard and the good and everything in between. We can be in that difficult moment and still say, thank you, Jesus. And we know that every time we come out on the other side, we're going to be a little stronger, probably a little softer, probably a little more humble. You know, I know, um, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I was thinking about this as I was preparing how there's been times in my life that have felt like winter. There's There's been more than one time. You know, and, and some of it has been as a mom when you go through those whatever you want to call them years <laughs> where you haven't slept or maybe your babe's been in the hospital or whatever, those things that in the natural are really impossible to deal with. But with God's grace, you can. But there's been times like that or other winter times. But then all of a sudden, it's like one day you just, it's like you get a glimpse of yourself. You're like, oh, oh, there you are. But it's not the same person. It's a better person. You know, it's like, OK, there I am. But a little bit wiser, a little bit softer, a little bit more like Jesus. And that's where, that's where the joy piece is found. It's not running from the problems, and it's not dwelling in the problems. It's saying, thank you, Jesus, in the problems. You know, and in this season, again, as we have lit the candles this morning, But just let it serve as a reminder, just to, you know what? Relax, release, and enjoy the wonder of this present moment. You know, Jesus, before his death, he tried to help the disciples understand that joy and sorrow, good and hard, they're like sisters and brothers, and they live in the same house. You know, even for Matt and I, there's been more than one day where something really amazing has happened and something heartbreaking has happened in the same day. And I've heard it said once that that's how you keep your balance. I'm like, That's a good way to look at it. You know, Jesus said, you're going to be in deep sadness. You know, when He was going to die, He was going to go away. He said, but your sadness will develop into gladness. You know, in the Bible it says, when a woman gives birth to a baby, she has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the pain. True story. (laughs) She forgets because she's so happy that her child has been born. It's the same with, with you. Now you are sad, but I will see you again and you will be happy. And you will have a joy that no one can take away. And in that day, you will not have to ask me about anything. I assure you, my Father will give you anything you ask for in my name. You have never asked for anything in this way before, but ask in my name and you will receive and you will have the fullest joy possible.
0: Sound the life for generations There's hope for every nation A Savior has come down So make room for love and laughter Make room for peace and joy Make room for all the miracles Where hope will be restored Make room for grace and kindness. Make room for offering. And in all of this, just don't forget to make way for the King. Make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus. The King is here. Let go of your distractions. The beauty come from ashes As walls are crumbling down As you draw near with love the expectation And no more hesitation You'll feel them all around So make room for love and laughter Make room for peace and joy Make room for all the miracles where hope will be restored. Make room for grace and kindness. Make room for offerings and all of this. Just don't forget to make way for the King. Make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus.
1: Joy is knowing God is with us. Happiness is a feeling that easily slips away. But underneath each moment of happiness, deep down, there's a joy that is too deep to be blown away. Winds of change may come, but it's the knowledge of the presence and power of God within us, that deep joy that is part of being intimately known by God and knowing that we are a part of His love and His plan. And we need to do the work, the work of being present to our joy, to looking around and seeing, who has God put in my life? What has God done? You know, and joy can never be made to happen. We can't force ourselves to have joy. It often finds us when we're working hard. It often finds us in those worried and pressured moments of our lives where we'll find those glimpses. When it finds us, we're usually busy doing the hard work. But the thing is, too, we can't hang on to it. We don't grab it and hang on to ourselves. That's not our style. we got to high-five it as we pass it on to somebody else. You know, we really only ever get joy by giving it away and really it will it will come to us when we're actively trying to gift it to others and in such a real sense joy is not about what happens to us but it's the meaning we give to what we do that determines the quality of the lives that we live and finally real, true, deep, and lasting joy is something that we get from staying close to the source. So that's my third point, is joy must be drawn from the source. It's not going to come from happenings. It's not going to come from stuff. You all know that. C.S. Lewis said something great. He's pretty smart. But he said this quote. He said, If you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, power, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. They are not a sort of prize which God chooses to hand out to anyone. And you know what? He does choose, but you need to ask Him. And you need to receive it. I want to jump back to our opening scriptures for a minute, talking about Mary and the shepherds. So, in verse 19, Luke 2, verse 19, it says, Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them deep within herself. And the shepherds returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. And it turned out exactly the way they'd been told. So, from that scripture, we see Mary's call to obedience was to carry the hope of the world. It's kind of a big deal. But she received the news, she answered the call. Her response was to quietly carry the depth of the call within her heart, while the shepherd's role was to respond by sharing the news with everyone. And that brings us to today. I believe we're the shepherds in the story now. You know, Jesus Christ came. He came. He already came, and He changed everything forever. And our job is to receive his free gift, the gift that he brought with his birth, with his life, with his death, and then his resurrection, and then to share that good news with everyone. You know, The Bible says, the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. So if you're here today and you've been thinking a lot about end times or whatever, that's your answer. When everyone hears about Jesus, then the end will come. If you've been hanging out here for a while, you should know this next one. (laughs) Matthew 28, verse 18 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded them. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age." When's the end? When everyone hears about Jesus. So my takeaway for you today is make room for joy by sharing the good news. If I can ask you to stand with me today, If you're here today and you would be super honest and say, you know what, I've had a lot of feelings in this season. (laughs) Or maybe you would say, I felt a bit weary. And just like in the song, you know, you're like, well, I'm I'm trying to feel good. I'm trying to be happy, but something's weighing me down. But I want joy. I want to live healed. Would you be brave enough to say, that's me. I want my joy back raise your hand in your heart too. And if you're here today and you would say, I don't know Jesus, but I want to, then again, just bring it back. I want to tell you that he's God's one and only son, sent here as a baby, lived and died, and rose again for all of us, everybody, everywhere. That's what my Bible says. And he did that, that we might live fully healed lives, in our body, in our heart, our mind, our soul, completely. And He came to bring hope for this lifetime, this one lifetime, and eternity in the next. And you know, my my Bible says He did that while we were still sinners, not when we were behaving properly or we had it all together. If I can just ask you just to close your eyes in this moment just to make this your personal moment. But if you're here today and you're ready just to let go of shame, ready to step into a new life with Jesus, I want to lead us through a prayer this morning. Just saying, dear Jesus, I know I need you. Would you come into my life? That's what we're going to do. And as a church, if we could pray that all together. Just repeating after me. Dear Jesus, I confess that I need you in my life. I believe that you came to earth for me, that you died for me, and that you rose again so that I could have new life. Please forgive me of my sin. Please be Lord over my life. I thank you that as of right now, my past is past. And I begin a new life with you right here and right now in Jesus name amen all right just keeping your eyes closed for a little longer respecting the moment for everyone but if you're here today and anything that I said to you about anything from the Bible today about joy or the shepherds or our call would you put your hand up high in the air so I can see it thank you Jesus praise God his word is alive And it's relevant for every moment and if you're here today and today you said I'm saying yes to Jesus either saying yes for the first time or coming back to Jesus after wandering away for a bit I just ask you in the count of three to put your hand up high as high as you can and say yes that's me one two three let's go thank you Jesus awesome thank you Jesus you know my Bible says that if even one person comes to know God and makes that decision to receive the free gift of salvation, that there is an actual party in heaven. So let's just give it up. And if our one job is to talk about Jesus and to share the good news, then that's our one job. But, um, we're just going to go back into time of worship. And something that was also on my heart this morning is there, there can be times that we are standing in a place where circumstances aren't ideal. And maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe we can barely see it. But we know that we know that God is in control and that He is always working. Whether we see it or not, He is always working on the things. And so when we say we choose to have joy, that means we can choose to stand in a place and say, thank you, God. That you've got this, and joy can be a, a place of faith, and just saying that I I know that things are going to work out. So as we worship today, we're just going to praise a God that is uh, that came for us, and who is working all things together for good. And if you're here today, we are also given going to give an opportunity for baptism. And so I said the quote about if you want to get wet, you got to get in the water. <laughs> So we are going to just lift the lid on our, our baptism tank here, and we have clothes and towels and everything you might need. In the Bible, it says when we are baptized, it's representing the same as being buried with Christ and being raised to new life. So if you're choosing to be baptized as a first step in your walk with Jesus, we celebrate that. Or if you've been here for a while and you're like, you know what? I want to. Let that old man die. I need. want a new life with Jesus. We, We would love to do that this morning. So I'm going to be over here worshiping God, but would love to baptize you at any time. And my husband will be with me as well. Let's do this.
0: Thank you for tuning in today. And thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry.